listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A good Wednesday show for you. We've got an update on the two engaged couples from Bachelor in Paradise. Found out some more information regarding them. It'll probably surprise you. You heard a little bit of it last night if you saw John Henry's post on Instagram. But I've got an update on Aaron and Eliza. I'll get to that. Talk a little bit about Vanderpump Rules again. I did not talk about Reindeer Games yesterday. I said I had not watched Monday's episode. Well, I've watched both Monday's and Tuesday's episode. You know I've got thoughts on that. And finally, you know what today is, don't you? You know what December 13th is, don't you? That would be Taylor Swift's birthday. What did I get her? Stick around, find out. (laughs) We'll get to that momentarily. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we know that uh, Monday was pretty much D-Day and Bachelor in Paradise World since the two engaged couples that we got at the end of this season, Aaron and Eliza and Kat and John Henry, broke up. Well, they announced their breakups on Monday, but we all know they both didn't break up on the same day. It was just, are we ever going to get to know anything regarding these breakups? Because with Avon and Kylie, we knew. She laid it out there. Kylie said... Multiple infidelities, Avon didn't deny it. With John Henry and Kat, and with Aaron and Eliza, we didn't know. They don't necessarily owe us anything. They can stay silent for as long as they want. However, we know couples in this franchise, usually when they break up, at some point, one of them will go on a podcast, both of them will go on a podcast, and you'll start hearing things. It doesn't mean they're going to trash the other one. Sometimes they have in the past, sometimes they haven't. It all depends. It's a case-by-case basis. But from what John Henry and Kat posted on Monday and what Aaron and Eliza posted on Monday, well, Aaron, Eliza didn't post anything. We'll get to that in a minute. But what they posted gave us nothing as to why. Why did it end? Why did you guys break up? Why couldn't you make it work out? Well, last night, John Henry took to his Instagram and posted a carousel of photos on his Instagram feed all pictures with Kat that were clearly taken within the last five months while they were engaged and seeing each other while the show was airing. And John Henry wrote this. Thanks again for all the kind words. And for those who have nothing nice to say based on what was shown on an edited reality dating show, just know I don't feel that I made a mistake choosing her. I never watched this back and second-guessed things. I fell for the real Kat Izzo. The cat who always put my feelings first and did everything she could to make this work. The cat that a lot of people truly 
know. But unfortunately, the cat that the Bachelor Nation doesn't know. Although we decided to go different paths, you are an amazing woman and someone will be very lucky to have you. Keep being you, keep accomplishing your goals, and enjoy this next chapter in your life in San Diego, working as a nurse practitioner. So I say that was fairly revealing. And what I had heard in regards to these two engagements was that one of them was definitely real, and one of them, I don't want to say the engagement wasn't real, but the relationship wasn't. So clearly, the cat and John Henry, everything that I was hearing over the last couple days pretty much was confirmed by John Henry in that post. I was hearing that this breakup was very recent, and it really had a lot to do with distance. They were set on moving to San Diego together, and apparently John Henry's job was, I guess, pulling him in a different direction where he wanted to do more jobs overseas, and that just obviously wasn't going to work with the both of them thinking about moving to San Diego, and ultimately pretty much the main reason why this thing ended. Now, I heard this from both sides. This is something that sources on both sides coming from, you know, Kat's camp and also from John Henry's camp. This isn't wasn't some sort of one-sided thing that I hear. It was kind of a mutual thing. I do think, and I get the sense, that Kat was caught off guard by this change of heart. And that Kat certainly didn't think that this was going to be an issue. Like, it was discussed, hey, we're going to San Diego, and the plans were made And then, you know, I'm not going to say at the last minute because I don't know the exact timeline, but very deep into the process, it became, wait a second, um, I don't want to do this. And it was John Henry uh, that ended it. It was his decision. So um, I think the statement was really good because usually I know and I look, I know a lot of people are looking for tea and, you know, where's the nastiness? When are they going to come out of each other's throats? And it just doesn't look like you're going to get that with, with John Henry and Kat, which totally fine with. We don't need that. There's plenty of other tea going around in this franchise and Bachelor in Paradise and all the stuff that we saw on television play out. So many things behind the scenes that I'm seeing what I can and can't reveal in terms of, you know, look, I've heard a lot of things in regards to Bachelor in Paradise, but then again, I'm stuck in this conundrum of, I know it's true, but I can't prove it without either A, revealing sources, or B, you know, again, having people, you know, come on or show certain texts, show certain screenshots. And, you know, um, but I, I have heard things that the things that I've heard are very well known within the Bachelor in Paradise cast. It's not like, oh, only a couple people know, and if I if I say it, it'll get out. So I have to it'll it'll pinpoint, you know, to a you know, one or two or three people. There are some things that are well known within the cast, and one of those I'm about to share. And the one thing that I did find out that is well known within the Bachelor in Paradise cast, and a lot of people do know this, it just hasn't been reported yet is that the Aaron and Eliza relationship was pretty much over 
the second they left Mexico. I can't sit here and say how many times they saw each other, but I definitely think you can count on less than probably three fingers. And I heard that they were done from the very get-go. And there were, you know, again, I can't sit here and say how many times they even spoke to each other once they they left Mexico. But this was something that while they announced their breakup on Monday, it's been over since basically July. That I can tell you and that I feel confident in reporting. I don't know if they are going to address it. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. I'm not sure. But this was not something that ever had any legs from the second they left Mexico, from everything that I've been told. Because when I was trying, you know, you you hear things, they both came down on Monday and then yesterday, I'm hearing all these things and I'm like, wait a second. And I was asking questions like, wait a second. Not that I thought that Aaron and Eliza were endgame, but to hear it never had any legs, ever, I can't say, I'm a little bit surprised by that. I thought they'd at least try, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know the details other than it was over and it's been over for a while. They just, you can't talk about a breakup when it hasn't even aired on TV yet. So they waited four days after the finale to announce it. The John Henry and Cat one was the one that I was like, it was like, it was like told to me, hey, we got two relationships here in terms of the engagements. One of them was actually a real relationship, and one of them wasn't. And the real relationship was John Henry and Cat, and they were really, you know, they were really into each other. It's coming from both sides; like they wanted to make it work. And within the last couple of weeks, things came up, and the moving situation and his job, and it just became. It became to the point where where John Henry pulled the trigger and said. You know, he wanted to end it. And for him to leave the statement that he did on his Instagram, I think was pretty bold of him. And um, definitely a mature stance to take when we know a lot of these people kind of snipe at each other after a breakup. From everything I did hear, Kat's move to San Diego is still happening. She's going to be a nurse practitioner down there. There are other women from Bachelor in Paradise that are coming to San Diego as well. You've got the uh, Kylie apparently is still coming to San Diego. You've got Mercedes coming to San Diego. Jess is coming to San Diego. I don't know what the living situation is going to be, but they all are moving there. Um, and as you know, John Henry put in his post, it's going to be Cat, you know, doing her nurse practitioner job. And as you know, the the others, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't ask about Kylie and what she's doing and i you know i didn't know about not cat kylie um i didn't know about cat moving to san diego to be a nurse practitioner until john henry posted that and then mercedes like i said is moving there and so is and jess but i have no idea if this is going to be four women getting their own place the four of them sharing no idea but i think it was Give a little bit more clarification with John Henry's post last night. And I'm glad he kind of posted that because I was coming on today basically going to say what I just said. And I think there were going to be people out there that probably doubted it because of the hate Cat received all season. And it was just going to be like, well, yeah, whatever. You know, but the fact that 
the woman's own fiance said what he said, I think uh, speaks volumes and basically backs up what I heard. And it turned into, you know, like I said, this was something that happened a couple of weeks ago, apparently, where um, the decision was made on John Henry's part to not continue. And um, from, you know, from the people that I heard from, the sources that I heard from in Cat's camp, yeah, pretty devastated. Didn't see it coming. Didn't expect it. And from John Henry's camp, it was more along the lines of it just got to the point where, oh, you know, this is happening. And it just couldn't pull the trigger. So wish them both the best of luck. And, you know, we'll see. I mean, obviously, I'm sure Kat will share her journey to San Diego once it once it happens. The other women as well, Jess, Mercedes, Kylie, I'm sure you're all going to see stuff and you know, there's a lot of Bachelor Nation people in San Diego, and I'm sure we'll see it coming up on stories and Instagram posts. So that is the update. And like I said, Aaron, Eliza, no idea if they're going to expound any further, expand any further upon what they what Aaron's Instagram story said, but um, pretty good authority that um, this thing was done in July and there was nothing going on. Since then, which kind of lines up with what I heard in regards to Aaron, you know, um, in San, in and around San Diego for the last uh, five months. But kind of changes everything because it looks like there was never any relationship. So guy could do what he wanted, honestly. And the fact that Eliza hasn't even addressed anything regarding this relationship, I you know, I give Aaron credit for at least posting something personally for Eliza to not post anything about the relationship. I think it's kind of a dick move. I think that sucks. You know, she could have her reasons. I don't know what they are. And maybe she will eventually say something. But at this point, when everybody from the show has said something post-show, on their Instagrams, including every couple that has broken up. I mean, shit, Kylie is sharing the fact that she got cheated on and Eliza can't acknowledge she had an engagement to Aaron. I don't know, kind of Bush League if you ask me. Just my opinion. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, I did not watch the Vanderpump Rules 30-minute special on Bravo last night. However, I went to the other showings, and I have it recording like set for, I think, tomorrow it's on again. So I'll watch it at some point this week, which 
it's like a 30 minute recap of the first 10 seasons where they just kind of fill you in on everything that's happened on the show, which is probably the refresher course that I need. I just didn't watch it when it aired last night. I totally forgot to record it. My bad. Um, one correction I did want to make. I called her Shana all day yesterday in the podcast. It's Sheena. Makes sense. But for the record, can you just not have uh, an EA in your name? <laughs> or is it AE? I don't even know. Um, what is it? Shana, Sheena. And I'm totally forgetting until I just Googled it. Sheena Shay. Seriously? That's her name? That's what she was born with? <laughs> Sheena Shay? Oh, no. Sheena Marie Davies. Of course she went by Sheena Shay and has got a stage name. <laughs> yeah, didn't know that until now. Had no idea. Sheena Marie Davies. But, yeah, S-C-H-E-A-N-A. I immediately see that, and I think Sheena. I don't know why, but I do. Just like I always mix up Sheena and Stassi, even though I know nothing about Stassi. You know what? This is this is something that came about a while ago. I mean, years ago, probably close to 10. But I think Kristen Doty is a reality Steve reader. I could have sworn she either said something on Twitter or said something on a podcast where she said she was a huge reality Steve fan. Now, this was years ago. She might not be anymore. Maybe she doesn't follow the Bachelor franchise anymore. But I am almost positive at some point Kristen Doty said she was a reality Steve fan. So, hey, can we get her on the podcast? Or do I got to go through Andy Cohen? Or do I got to go through Bravo? Or what? Problem is, I wouldn't know what the hell to talk to her about since I don't really know much about her. Obviously, I can Google it. I, yeah, I get that. But I suck at doing interviews when I haven't watched the person's show. Because I can't. I can just ask straight questions by Googling. Yeah. But to me, that's not an interesting interview. An interesting interview is taking their answers and following up. But when I've never seen any episodes she's ever been on or any storylines that I remember and I'm like, oh, I want to ask her about this, it just isn't going to be as good of an interview. But if I could get her on, if she ever wants to come on, if she is a reality Steve fan or is at least a reader and would like to come on, sure. If anyone can somehow arrange that, that'd be great. I just probably going to stay away from a ton of Vanderpump Rules stuff just because I don't have... Probably just talk about reality TV in general, you know, because I just don't know enough about her. I know of what I saw on the three reunion shows from May. That's it. And she wasn't even on every single one of them, was she? I can't even remember. But, hey, if someone can make that happen, I would put her on. But the fact that Sheena's stage name is Sheena Shea, it's really bothering me. I under Oh, Sorry. I thought it was, a, see, I'm learning as I'm sitting here looking at Wikipedia. It's not a stage name. She was formerly married to a guy named Michael Shea. Oh, okay. Who's Michael Shea? Is he anybody, uh, let me click on his name. Is he anybody famous? He's a musician, it looks like. Mike Shea Music is his Instagram handle. What's his deal here? He wears a hat. <laughs> Got 60,000 followers. Um, uh, he's still in, the, in his uh, last season on Vanderpump Rules. He was pursuing his dream in the music industry. Now it seems like he's still on the same career path as his official Twitter bio labels him a rapper, producer, and DJ. <sighs> he was her high school friend turned boyfriend. Oh, interesting. So, again, 
probably when I said Sheena Shea as a stage name, what, four or five minutes ago, you were probably screaming into your phone like, no, Steve, it's not a stage name. She married a guy named Michael Shea. Well, I just saw that. Good thing I caught that or else I would have had to cover that on tomorrow's podcast and be like, oh, yeah, I made another mistake when talking about Vanderpump. So Sheena Shea, but she's married to Brock Davies. Oh, that's why she, she <laughs> God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> God, I'm an idiot. Oh my God. It's just can we just scrap these last five minutes? Uh, just scrap them. I I could easily edit this out, but you know what? I don't I have no problem making mistakes. No problem admitting when I'm wrong. Boy, did I just butcher everything about Sheena's life. Because all I saw was her, ins- uh, her Wikipedia says, Sheena Marie Davies is an American television personality, actress, and singer. I'm like, okay. Oh, she was born Sheena Marie Davies. No, 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 Steve. She was born. Well, let's see what she was born. Does it say what she was born, what her name was when she was born? Um. Oh. Okay, it says Sheena Marie Davies, nay, Jancan, J-A-N-C-A-N. So that was her name, Sheena Jancan, formerly Shay, born May 7th, 1985. Okay, so we do have it. Oh, she went to Bishop Amat? Interesting. We played Amat a lot in high school. She was born Sheena Marie Jancan. And is and look, I totally probably just butchered Jancan. You know, uh, it says that she is half Mexican, so that's probably an Hispanic last name. Yan can I I don't know I swear to God this might these last six minutes might be the worst six minutes I've ever produced on this podcast and I apologize to Sheena Marie Davies Jan can Shay <laughs> sorry but now now I'm interested now okay she went to Amat in La Puente in 2006 she graduated from Azusa Pacific very well aware of that college they could they recruited me in high school she worked at hooters during her late teenage years congratulations um she relocated to las vegas for several months and started in a stage show called sex tips for straight women from a gay man at anthony cool's theater at paris las vegas she replaced kendra wilkinson in the role of robin she released a song called apples she hosts a weekly podcast, Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Like I said, just strike these last six or seven minutes. I just absolutely butchered everything. All right, Reindeer Games, Big Brother. It aired Monday night, and it aired last night, and it's going to air Thursday night this week, and then Monday, Wednesday, Thursday of next week, and then it's over. It starts with nine people. There are different rules in every episode in terms of what the games are. It's not always the same thing. It's not always, you know, two teams of four like it was last night or three teams of three or all the individuals playing against each other. It changes up. So that's what makes it, I think, remotely interesting. Um, I'm sure there are spoilers out for this show of who won. I don't want to know, so please don't tell me. My only thing that I'm interested in and I haven't gotten an answer yet, but I only reached out to one person. They just haven't gotten back to me. You know how I'm interested in how the sausage is made on these things. Obviously, I'm well aware that there was no live feeds, but did these people live in the Big Brother house for 
however long it took to film this thing. Did they live there or they filmed during the day and they went to a hotel at night and then came back? I don't know why that interests me, but it does. I'm just curious if anybody knows that. Because while it did show them all episode yesterday in pajamas, we never actually see them sleeping there. And I think they would take advantage of that if they did spend the night there. So it makes me think that they just filmed there for maybe, I can't imagine filming lasted for more than six or seven days for this thing. But anyway, if you haven't watched and you don't want spoilers, then mute me now. But first episode, it ended up being the showdown, ended up being what they're calling the Santa showdown because everything is Christmas themed. Everything is revolving around Santa and Santa's doing this and Santa needs help with this. Again, the corny part of of Big Brother that drives me absolutely bonkers. But there was a challenge at the end of every episode where somebody gets eliminated. In the first episode on Monday night, which was two fucking hours, I did not know that until turned on my DVR. Don't think I didn't fast forward through those intros. I did because I was like, or after after I saw the first two, I'm like, okay, they're going to do this for everybody. I don't need this. And I need to speed up. I'm not spending two hours on this. So it ended up being Xavier against Cameron. They had to put together a puzzle and Xavier ended up winning. Cameron got eliminated in the first episode on Monday night. Then last night, they always have a naughty or nice challenge um, during the show. And then the winner of that will get an advantage and can give somebody else a disadvantage. Well, last night was a pretty big advantage because the winner, which ended up being Cody, he got to choose his team of four. It was four against four in the Santa's Challenge. And Cody chose Xavier, Nicole, and Frankie. But his team ended up losing because they couldn't balance ornaments on trees. So the other team got to send one person, to save one person, and then three people competed in Santa's Challenge. They ended up saving Nicole Franzel, which means Xavier, Frankie, and Cody ended up being the three people competing in Santa's Challenge, and the person who came in last got eliminated, and it ended up being Cody. So Cameron and Cody are gone. There are seven left. After Thursday's episode, there will be six left. After Monday's episode, um, there will be five left. After Tuesday's episode, there will be four left. And then the final four compete in the reindeer games, is what they're calling, in the finale next Thursday. All of next week's episodes, I looked ahead, are only an hour long. Thank God. Tomorrow, I mean, Thursday, yeah, tomorrow night's is... An hour and a half, just like last night's was, and then all of next week's are an hour. So I'm so glad. It's a very short show, thank God. That's why I can watch this thing. I do think the Christmas theme, and I, okay, I get it, it's Christmas time, but I think the one thing that's kind of driving me nuts about this is, I, I can't remember her name, the one that's reading the rules for every single challenge. It just seems like it's taking way too long. She opens up this scroll and it's like six paragraphs long. And I understand you got to read the rules of what the competition is. It just seems like it's longer than the ones that we hear on Big Brother. But maybe I'm wrong on that. I could be mixing it up. Anyway, I've enjoyed it for two episodes. I'm curious to see who wins. Please don't spoil it for me. I'm sure it's out there. But I am interested to know how they filmed it. Did they stay there for a week, whatever, five, six, seven days, however long it took to film that show? Or did they just come to the Big Brother house to film during the day and then got to go to a hotel at night? That's all I want to know. Anyway, um, 
let's end it with this. Today is Taylor Swift's birthday. Congratulations, Taylor. She turns 34 years old today. Taylor Allison Swift, America's sweetheart, Travis Kelsey's new love bug. I know that she referenced him in the Rolling Stone article, and he said it on his podcast with his brother. I think he calls her Tay. And I think she calls him Trav or something. But I want to ro- I want to know what their real pet names are for each other. I'm just curious. But what did I get Taylor Swift this year? Well, I can tell you this. At some time today or tomorrow, I am going to purchase for $19.89 on Amazon Prime the Eras Tour. So that's my gift to Taylor. I'm going to contribute to her already $2 billion tour And I'm just going to throw another $20 on the pile. So, Taylor, just know that because of Reality Steve, you can go buy, oh, I don't know. What can you get for $20 nowadays? A few books at Barnes & Noble? What does she need? Probably nothing. What do you get someone who has everything? Just know I contributed, Taylor. That's all you need to know. Happy birthday, Taylor Allison Swift. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review if you can. I'd really appreciate that. Um, The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now, so check that out. And we're back tomorrow with yet three more podcasts, your weekly podcast, your daily roundup, and your Sports Daily. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!